It was a day that will live on in infamy, or at least until the next news cycle. Two heavyweights toe-to-toe in Leinster House. The subject at hand, no one can really remember. Something about gas and belly Longford. But this is the doll. It's not a place to discuss ideas to improve people's lives. It's a place for one-upmanship and insults. Why don't you answer the question? Uh, I already totes answered the question, dumbass. If you didn't understand me, that's your funeral, bro. You take that back! You know I love funerals! You look down on me because I represent the hard-working, flat-cap-wearing, rhododendron-hating, Sam Spuds-eating eyes too close together playing people of Rural Ireland. Actually, Deputy, it's you that looks down on me just because I'm middle-class, occasionally well-dressed, can bench-press 100 kgs and I don't speak like an absolute turf-humper. You think you're a big-shot, fancy dead? Yeah. I know the real people. Sure, half of them are my tenants. <laughs> and some of them have been assaulted by a Healy Ray out by a chip van. I'm more plain than a plain bishkin. You're so gross. It went back and forth like this with millionaire property magnate Michael Healy Ray taking the ancient Irish sport of poor mouthing to near Olympic levels while the tarnished a humble brags like an insecure millennial with a trust fund. Then the bombshell, a real Healy Ray in a teacup. So off you go now with the airy fairies and we'll see what good will do. Immediately Leo Varadkar looked hurt. Wait, we all thought. Just a man who says problematic things about the poor and homeless actually have feelings? Yes, he does. When it's all about him. Deputy, that that is not nice. What? What, what you just said there. What did I say? Uh, what you should do is sit on your manure heap yeah. and chew in your flat cap thinking about what you said. What? Uh, and then, and then t- take it back because you're a mean girl. I won't take it back. What did I say? You take that back. You take back that you said I should take something back. You will take it back. Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. But soon and for the rest of your life. Hashtag movie quote when Leo goes emotional. You're only a disgrace. And from there the matter escalated in the only way it could when Airy Fairy Gate got live-lined. Michael, 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 Michael. You use the words as a noun, not an adjective. It is a thing I do say all the time airy fairy artsy fartsy wishy washy do I have to apologise to the people with trapped wind and who wash their long johns below the river do no 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 that's neither here nor are you aware eh? that the tarnished is a gay man he looks fierce happy with himself right enough no, no, he no. insulted me because I was born with an affliction that makes me talk out of the both sides of my mouth no, I, I know what you're doing Mike I know what you're no. doing you're doing the keening victimhood uh, you are you are you're shutting me down I have dyslexia and a terrible hunger for cash that cannot be quenched tis a medical condition but, but, but you do know you well know you well know uh, that fairy ah. is a homophobic slur. Slur! I, I wasn't slurring. I don't drink at all at all. I'm too busy collecting millions and being a victim of anti-Kenny racism. Racism, no, no. Joe! Michael, Michael, now I'm neutral here, but you won't speak Hello. to the, the people alive lines. I have to represent them. Well, and I, I assume they say, you're playing wrong, Michael. Joe. Will you apologise? Will you say sorry? I have nothing to apologise for. It is the <sighs> highest compliment a healer could bestow upon a man to include them in the most mighty, oh. high, and divine order of the fairies. Michael. Some of my best friends are fairies, Joe. Denny is in touch with the little people all the time. All the time. With Michael milking the attention for all it was worth, instead of just apologising like a normal human, it was left to the tarnished to be the mature one. I, I won't uh, lose sleep over this, and I don't understand the deputy. I mean, he's worth five million quid, and that puts him in my last demographic of support alongside dry robe women. I, I mean, he should adore me. 
And while Irish Twitter went into confused meltdown, where hatred of Radker suddenly became commensurate to tolerance of homophobic insults, not a single tweet mentioned the gas in Ballylongford. Mission accomplished. Michal Lahan, acting disappointed but secretly living for the drama, Leinster House. Still stuck in Washington all this time later. I still haven't seen Joe Biden. Uh, maybe I could ask Leo if I could come with him to Washington next year. You know, two co-teachers together. A powerful statement of unity uh, going forward. Oh, uh, this'll be him now. Hello, hello, Leo? Well, hey, what's uh, the crack now? Heather, what are, you, what, what are you doing there? Where's Leo? Has he been arrested? Oh, maybe I'll get to stay on as teacher after all. Back in DC next year. No, no, I'm acting Prime Minister and teacher. Designate survivor, remember? What? We uh, we don't know if you're going to survive this thing yet. So, I don't even have any symptoms. Where's the patch, lad? I have something important to ask him about next year's visit to the, to, to the White House in terms of... Well, uh, the Deputy First Minister is otherwise engaged dissing people who expect payment for housing refugees all right. uh, and also fighting with the Healy Rays, so he is. All right, I wonder what important issue was sidestepped by a big shouting match with those Kerry Yahoos <laughs> going forward. No one can uh, remember. Oh, excellent. Uh, the court issues learned a trick or two from sitting next to me after all. In terms Listen of- here, the crack is 90 around here with everyone listening to the podcast you did with the wee Darren girl. Oh yes, the laughs of your life. I was gas on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, People yeah. cannot get over how dull you were. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me? Trying to make out like you're mad for sea swimming and pints. <laughs> I am. <laughs> and we all know uh, you're duller than a Donegal County final. No, 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 hold on a second now. I, I, I do go sw- sea swimming at least once or twice a year and I love the cold wash of miserable salt over my body. It's a bit like how I feel at the parliamentary party meeting. Anyway, as acting PM, uh, I will be attending the upcoming EU summit on your behalf. What? No, you will not. That's blackguarding. I just tested negative for the COVID. I'm going to Brussels now after all. Joe Biden will be there. I wouldn't miss it for the world. Oh, so I'm, I'm sorry. The uh, connection is very bad. Hello. It must be the Wi-Fi here. I can't hear you at uh, at all. Well, it looks totally fine on my end. I said I am going to the EU summit after all. Oh, I... that's terrible. I didn't catch Heather... a word of whatever you said there. Uh, look, I let you go. Heather, stop. So just keep isolating there in America. No. Taoiseach Emeritus. Taoiseach Emeritus. No. Heather, Heather. Uh, she thinks I'm missing the summit that she's madder than whatever mad hole of Monaghan she climbed out of Joe Biden I'm coming for you there's a place in history and a framed place on my mantelpiece waiting for us Karki Gaboo I would say good morning but it never is War is on and Covid is back. You heard me. It's time to play my greatest hits again, so turn up that radio. And I'm getting the gang back together. Professor Luke O'Neill, welcome. Oh, praise be welcome. Thank you, Claire. And of course, I haven't gone away, you know. We foolishly lifted restrictions in January, no matter how much I arched my eyebrow in that cool way I do. Now we're seeing over a thousand cases per day. Mm. Should we all be concerned or concerned plus ashamed of ourselves? We should be a combination of both, you see, along with an added daily dose of mortification for giving up the rules, you see. Let's talk variants. God, how I've missed talking variants. Well, BA2 is 30% more infectious than Omicron, you see. Which was 70% more than Delta, wasn't it? Which was percent seven more than Bravo Foxtrot, you know? Which was miles percent catchier than my band. And we're extremely catchy, aren't we? Is it time to bring back regulations, mm. masks, to work from home, uh, or our sheds if necessary? Yeah, yeah. To stay inside and tune into our national broadcaster all day on all devices? Absolutely. And also, and it brings me no 
no joy to say this, but I once again do need to be the main guest on every single programme. Thank you, Luke. Yeah. Now, be silent as I welcome Sky News's Enda Brady. Claire! Enda, has Britain collapsed under this new wave? Oh, all you thought you just wanted to ring and catch up? No, no, sure, that's all over now, Claire. The new strain is less lethal than the flu if you're vaccinated. I mean, I think we've all moved on to other things. How have you been keeping apart from that anyway? S- sorry, I'm going through a tunnel. Claire! Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, very good. Paul rejoins us now. Oh, hi. Paul, on a scale of one to the most recent series of Room to Improve, how catastrophically bad is it? Well, our population might be 95% vaccinated and this new variation may be mild. But sadly, we have to put the fear of God into people again because, you know, our health service is held together with toilet paper and Pritt stick and we're running out of Pritt stick. I mean, who's to blame for that? Robert Watt, maybe? Well, <laughs> you are the chief executive of the HSE. Uh, uh, sorry, I'm going through a tunnel here. Luke, are you still there? Oh, I'm not going anywhere, you see. Excellent. (laughs) Let's talk again about fun things people do and what extremely specific nanny rules should be brought in to stop them. Ah, it's like we never laughed. Waterford is Ireland's oldest city and looks every bit of it. Many royal visitors have been here since the Vikings rampaged the area back in the 10th century like a stag do with less carnage. But robbing and pillaging were hopefully far from the minds of its latest royal admirers, Charles and Camilla, who are first shown Reginald's Tower. In around 11... Uh, so, sorry, my good fellow, it's, it's an actual tower. It is, it is. It just really sounded awfully like a wine bar. Oh. Yes, yes, we've just come from Tyrone. I mean, we really do deserve a glass of plonk. Well, 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 the tower was built by your ancestor, your highness, King John. Yeah. When he came here in 1185, he offended the local chieftains by pulling on their beards, and we hope you won't be doing any of that today, sir. Yeah, <laughs> so, sorry, does it even have a bar or... or? I, Positively parched. A small crowd gathered on the quays to witness the royal pageantry, and they were full of praise for the visiting royals. Up the raft! Oh, I spoke yeah, to the boat, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're lovely, lovely. Yeah. lovely. They're normal. Just they're like normal yeah, people, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, normal people, except from the old days. We would be tired, Team yeah. Diana, around here, but I have to say, she's very down to earth. She catches smoke off my son, and he only had rollies, but she didn't seem to care. No, no, no. Up the raft! Then it was off to Tipperary and a traditional spot of forelock tugging during the royal visit to a local stud. Wonderful, wonderful. I haven't seen a horse in about an hour. I say, isn't this the home of cider? A quick stop at the local arboretum. I mean, seriously, how is this not a pub? What's going on? Children from the local primary school lined the way to wave yellow and blue flags and sing God Save the Queen in Ukrainian. What's the Ukrainian for up the raft? How far is the Middleton distillery from here? And then this latest royal visit concluded like so many others, with the prince being better at hurling than anyone expected and the couple staring at the Rock of Cashel and wondering what it used to be. Plastic sheeting, done so many of these now that I'm practically royal correspondent, Tipperary. Tonight, RT investigates and covers county council corruption. When I first pitched this idea, the team were worried about how I could possibly fit local council frauds, wasting of taxpayers' money and non-accountability into just one hour. We began in Mayo, 
where we obtained this recording of a call by an auditor of an allegedly completed multi-million euro greenway. Uh, hello, I'm calling on behalf of the department about the bridge. Oh, good man, uh, fine bridges too, one of the best in the country. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is the, the bridge, is it finished or...? Oh, it is, yeah. I'm on it now, actually. I'm using it to cross, to cross the gap, like. You're on the bridge right now? Oh, yeah, they're going to have a picnic on it. Oh, yeah. come on now, Let's get real. There's no bridge, is there? Of course there is. How else will I get over the other side of it? Maybe? Well, I'm at the site right now and you're not here and neither is the bridge. Uh, uh, oh, Jesus! It must have fallen into the river, so I'll be, I'll be drowned. I'll be drowned. How did we get here? I asked Fintan O'Toole for some perspective. The councillors were innately corrupt on countless rezoning issues, so all the power was removed from elected officials and placed into the hands of unelected executives. What we did was replace crooked and incompetent Irish people with crooked and incompetent Irish people. And then we went back to watching property renovations shows as though nothing had happened. In Cavan, a simple scandal for simple people. The council found fake invoices for work not carried out. Most people call the guards, but not local government. They compiled a report five years ago. Council worker Overtime McIntoyle explains... Council operations might feel a bit contradictory. I mean, to access the stationary cub around here, you'd have to fill out 25 forums and apply with your blood. But you can just fake an old invoice and the money will go do-lally around the place. And that becomes a problem. A problem need to go away, hey. And the best way to make it go away is to go into your report. And, and then you bury the report. Where do you bury it? In the feckin' stationary cupboard. That way no one will ever see the thing, hey. Most glaring is the lack of accountability. One man was accused of embezzling funds. The council said they gave him the standard punishment. He was only allowed to drink bottles at the Christmas party and not pints. And he had to go home before the Declanerny medley and the cocktail sausages were served. One councillor, speaking on condition of anonymity, addressed the overall concerns. Look, it'd be much worse if only one council was at the shady shenanigans. But they all work together on a variety of uninvestigated, report-buried, unpunishable crimes, with each outrage distracting from the other, and so it all becomes so dizzying and hard to understand that before you know it, you're walking through a swamp, convinced you're on a lovely new bridge. And if you have any evidence of corruption in local councils, just hide it behind a radiator, turn on Netflix and let your brain turn to yoghurt. I think the best way to put it is in the paradigm of local government known unknowns, you must eventually confront the ultimate defining truth that Ireland can just be so utterly shit. Broken reporter, or he investigates. Hello, my Simonsters. I'm home in Greystones. And welcome to day 1078 of hashtag 100 Days of Walking with me, your minister for, uh, walking. <laughs> it's great to be back after a few days out with COVID. Hashtag hold firm. Minister Donnelly's really made a mess out of things, though, hasn't he? <laughs> You'll see I'm wearing a yellow and blue wristband in hashtag solidarity with Ukraine. Very important to back up your hashtags with a wristband. Very, very important. Hey, important. minister, I heard you signed up to take in refugees. Oh, yes. Hello, yes, I have, absolutely. It has to be done. You know, just trying to do my bit. Not trying to be too public about it, though, but I had to announce it. Hashtag selfless good deed. Such a great gesture. We signed up too. Oh, well done, did you? 
when did you sign up? Uh, about a week ago. Uh, Monday, Tuesday. Wait a minute, that's before I signed up. Yeah, but it's not a competition. I mean, we're that's all... it. You're blocked. Block, block, block. What? More people tried to steal my campaigns. <clears throat> anyway, you will have seen I've recently launched a review of hashtag gender equality, which is part of my responsibility as minister for uh, uh, solidarity hashtags. Whatever. I'm a big ally of all girls and women, and they should be allowed to aim for whatever job they want. Except for Finnegan leader, that's my gig. Sorry, ladies. Hands off, Helen. But remember, I am an ally. Hashtag, this is what a feminist looks like. Hello, Minister. Did you hear Helen McEntee has the COVID now? Who? She has? Helen. But don't forget, I got it first. I got it before her. Block, block, block. And your man, Leo, has signed up to host a family in Ukraine. Maybe he's sound after all, huh? Well, yes, very good. But don't forget, it was my idea first, so he's probably just copying my... Minister, no, it's not a competition, Minister. Yeah, and like, does he even live in his own constituency anymore? (laughs) I'm just asking the questions. And he's a landlord now, isn't he? think? Who knows? I don't know. Who knows if landlords will charge them for the hashtag solidarity? Not Simon. Hello, Minister. Fair play to you on all the Ukraine stuff. Oh, thank you very much, Garda. Yeah. By the way, are you vetting people who will be hosting families? Oh, I imagine we would. Oh, I wonder would a person under criminal investigation pass the Garda vetting? <laughs> well, they might not. Oh. <laughs> huh? In your face, Leo. Block, block, block. Anyway, that's all for me, folks. I have to go back to my day job at the Department of... What a M. Anyway, join me tomorrow. Oh, it's your man from the news. Hey, Minister! Hello there. Did you hear poor Leo might have COVID now as well? I got COVID first. He's just copying me. Insulted by the Healy Rays as well. Ah, poor Leo. You're blocked. Block, block, block. The Ray Darcy Show. <laughs> I know, I know. Absolute rubbish. The ho- Sorry, are we back? No one told me we were back. Anyway, the Oscars take place this Sunday and here to preview them, to preview them, is actress, author and, uh, what does it say here? Polly Pocket aficionado. (laughs) I'm adorkable. Don't get that. Amy Huberman, yay! (sighs) So, Amy, I haven't seen any of these films because I'm too busy being a normal dad. Never mind that list of best paid presenters, I'm normal. Well, I'm sure you've heard of Power of the Dog. Power of the what? Nope, never heard of that in my life. Is it like some sort of Paw Patrol spin-off? It's actually about sad cowboys. Less yee-haw, more yee-aw. And then you've got Coda. Yeah, anything to Coda Line, that normal middle-of-the-road band that regular people like me love. Yeah. No, silly Billy. It means children of deaf adults. Never heard of it. There's licorice pizza, about a 20-something woman falling for a teenage boy. Oh, problematic. Ah, I don't know. Licorice pizza. That sounds like high cholesterol to me. That's Hollywood, I suppose. You know, a film called Hot Water and Porridge wouldn't be sexy enough for them, would it? Eh. Right, yeah. What else do you have? We have to mention Belfast. Oh, you were in that, weren't you? No. Right. I thought every Irish actor was in it, because I'm just a normal fella. The Troubles just isn't me. I'm more about finding joy and causing mischief. Yeah, right. Don't like the North. Too Northern for me. Now, Jesse Buckley's dad was on with us, though. Said he wouldn't be going to the Baptist because he's a Kerry man and they don't do the semis. <laughs> I don't get it. Seriously. Ray? Well, it's a joke for salt of the earth people like me. I have children. Oh, I'm more rugby, hummus and Helly Hansen. Yeah, don't know what any of those things are. Anyway, tell us about the Oscar ceremony this year. Well, it's going to be hosted by three women. Amy Schumer, Wanda Sykes and Regina Hall. Girl power to the max. Three hosts. There's an idea. You know, the Tommy Tiernan, Ray Darcy and Dahi O'Shea show. That way everyone gets a go and when the ratings crash, it's nobody's fault. Wow, 
Three men? Someone called Denny's because we have a sausage party. <laughs> Sassy. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's all we've time for. Quick reminder that I'm normal because I have children. Anything you want to plug, Amy? Oh, I've got a new book which is... Oh, I must mention me and Jenny's podcast. It's just us being regular and relatable. Joanne McNelly, watch your back. <laughs> we have children. So this is what it feels like to want to punch someone. Sorry, what? The Ray Darcy Show. Philip Bromwell, RTE News. And aren't those ducks so cute in the sunshine? Finally now, the remains of the Labour Party has by default selected Ivana Bacic as its new leader. We'll keep this clip as short as it deserves. Thank you. Thank you. I am like so, so honoured to be accidentally declared the Labour Party's last ever leader today. <coughs> My thanks to Alan Kelly, whose throbbing forehead vein served as leader for two short, angry years. Yeah! And not in the too short, angry way that Brendan <laughs> Hallen served. Remember him? Sorry. Labour has a long history of producing pompous men. One of them is in the Auras. Oh, naughty. Today, I dedicate myself to restoring Labour to its so socialism. Oh darn it, I can't say that word. Let's just say hardcore centrist ways. I will stand for jobs. Since I became a TD, again by total accident, thanks to Leo Varadkar being too arrogant to let Kate O'Connell score an open goal, I doubled the number of jobs for me. Hi to all my colleagues in Trinity, or as I call it, the golden goose. I'll be discussing my career there on another occasion. Let's say a few days after the next election. See how it goes. I think I represent a clean break from the Labour that Eamon Gilmore all over its promises in 2011 to 16 and refuses to apologise for ever since. But thankfully, I was not part of that government since I repeatedly failed to get elected. Phew! And now let's go forth. Out of our seven remaining TDs, only four are stained forever by water charges and so on. And soon there'll be only two or three of us. And then we can triumphantly disband and join the Sock Dems after all. See you at the 40 foot, mummy. Thank you. Right, Des is here with sport. Des. Yeah, we're hoping Stephen Kenny's boys can follow up the success of the rugby lads with the triple crown triumph. <laughs> a triumph? We lost the tournament, Des. Yeah, we were very magnanimous, uh, sorry, magnanimous, uh, even cheering for the English at one point. In a very rugby way, it must be said, where they pretend to mildly dislike English people they've been emulating for decades. Yeah, but still the whole thing was mad. Again, in a very rugby way. I mean, mad in soccer is a flare up your bottom. So, so as I was saying, Ireland take on Belgium in a friendly and Brian Kerr is looking forward to it Belgium are number one and not just for waffles and chocolate anymore tomorrow's not about winning it's about giving the young lads the confidence to know they can handle defeat against the big boys like when I'm at a rank in Holt beside all the beamers even though my Toyota Avensis hasn't seen the inside of a car wash since the Trapatoni days and Ireland lucky set to co-host Euro 2028 to hopefully bolster the spirit Brian yeah well Turkey is now muscling in on the tournament much like the they do on dentists and hair transplanters. Sunday is the final day of the GAA Football League and like a women's hair salon in the 80s there's a lot of perm mutations to consider. Oh good lord. <laughs> if Mayo beat Kildare and Amar don't beat Donegal then Mayo will meet Kerry in the final. Sorry what? But uh, if both Mayo and Donegal lose then four teams on seven points will compare scoring difference to decide. What? 
Kildare and Donegal can somehow make the final if they win, but also could be relegated if they don't win. So is Schrodinger's cat the new GA mascot? Dublin meet Monaghan both have to win to stay up, <laughs> but even if they win, they could go down if Donegal, Tyrone and Kildare all win and they stay up. Are you alright, Des? I haven't seen your brow this far out since I introduced you to Wordle. Yes. So many five-letter words. I need to lie down. Thank you for your service, Des. All right. Thank you for yours, Tom. I was being sarcastic, Des. All right. Mm. Well, that's not very magnanimous. <sighs> Hello and welcome to Sunday with Miriam. You've come to the right place on this very special Sunday, genuinely, because you can't spell Miriam without I am ma'am. Now, I haven't double-checked that, but the important thing is to make sure your mum isn't left out this Mother's Day. So if you are a mum or have a mum, leave us a message and we'll play it on the show today. Basically, today's a DOS day for me. It's the radio equivalent of the teacher wheeling the telly into the room and sticking on a movie. OK, and here's Sabina D. Higgins with her Mother's Day massage. Oh, my people, my subjects. I may be the first lady a political activist and co-owner of comically massive dogs. But first and foremost, I consider myself an actress. <coughs> What's going on in here? Are you doing messages without me? Oh, you are a naughty, naughty mama. So heartwarming. Keep them rolling there. Mama's just going to make a cocktail here. I just want to say, if it wasn't for mammies, I wouldn't be where I am today. I love mammies. Mammies buy my CDs, my tapes, my cushions, my mouse mat. My empire is built on mammies. An army of mammies. I could command them to raise up and crush anyone who stood in my way. But I'd never actually do that, though. Probably. All right, are we rolling? Are we recording? Yes, hello. I always think of mammy's love. It's like a warm, lovely warm duvet, isn't it? They're always so saints. Like St. Bernard, the old name for Dunn's stores. So if you love your mammy, head down to Dunn's today. Get her lovely warm Francis Brennan the Collection duvet set with embroidered double stripe and generous eight centimetre flange. Oh, flange! I'll be cancelled. First of all, what do mothers do? They inspire, they lead, they form a coalition if necessary. The important thing is that they get to lead. They bring all 32 of their children together. They get to meet Adele. They get to be the people's Thishuk. And they get to fangirl all over Che Guevara. Mm. Mm. An old-fashioned before noon. Happy Mother's Day, everyone. Johnny Winley. <laughs>